0: Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Holistress. My name is Stephanie, and I am so excited to have you here with me today. In this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about me, who I am, a little bit of background information, touching on the significance of the date, and then diving into eclipse season and delivering a message for the collective. So, today's date is October 10th, 2023. Yes, it is a 1010 portal. The number 10 signifies leadership, endings, new beginnings, potential, and embracing different roles with humility and courage. So, I couldn't think of a better day than today to record my very first podcast ever on a day where a portal brings new beginnings. Next, a little bit about me. So again, if you missed it, my name is Stephanie and I am not tech savvy. First is the first thing that I want to say. I just want to let everyone know. This is like a very new side of me that is emerging. If you knew me, you know, I was not on social media. I am not tech savvy. Recording a podcast probably would have been one of the very last things that I thought I would find myself doing. And yet here we are. And I'm not going to lie. It has been humbling and it has been expanding my patience to work with technology, but I'm happy that I made this decision because this is who I am now. So diving in a little bit deeper, I am a healer. I have been a healer since I have been born. This first manifested into me being a nurse. I have been practicing registered nursing for over 16 years. When I first started, I started in med surge on a very high acuity floor, meaning the patients were extremely sick, extremely sick. And it got to the point where it was just too much, you know, I left med surge and I went to the OR, which was swapping one stress for another, honestly, but I stayed in the OR for the next 12 or so years. And primarily focusing in neurosurgery, orthopedics, general women's health, and honestly, any specialty, any surgical specialty. However, neurosurgery was my main bread and butter, which helps me connect the nursing to the quantum healer aspect and the medical intuitive aspect of my background. I will touch briefly on quantum healing in a little bit later on in this episode. But I also wanna say I utilize plant medicine on myself, my family and my friends to help bring about more vibrant health. I am also a multi dimensional channel connecting with high vibrational angelic realms, galactic star family, ascended masters and more. I call them my soul family for short because I don't want any of them feeling like they're left out. I am also a highly sensitive empath. I am Empathic when it's one-on-one, when it's me and a, and a small group of people. And I also feel the collective, the conscious collective energy, which will help me transition into our fall eclipse season message later on. Um, but there's just a few more things here about me just that I would like to read before I do change the topic. So I already said I'm a highly sensitive empath. I am a light language linguist. I speak, write, and use my hands in my light language abilities. And I use my light language to help heal. I use my light language to help heal the chakras in the body, balancing them. Um, I'm also an Akashic record reader and I am a priestess for the divine feminine ascension. Our world is currently undergoing a shift from duality into unity. And I'm here to assist with this massive shift the collective is currently undergoing. If you haven't heard, our planet, Earth, Gaia, is ascending from 3D to 5D. Which means that we are all In addition to Gaia, all of us, the collective, we are all ascending from 3D to 5D as well. Now, a couple of my guides who are close to me at this time helping me with this current task, are goddess Isis, Mary Magdalene and goddess Hathor, some of my closest personal team guides helping me with this very special very, very special task. So I want to touch base a little bit on what quantum is. Those of you who hear me say the word quantum, it should not be the first time that you've heard me say it. When I say it, you may think quantum physics, yes, it is very closely related to quantum physics. If you know anything about quantum physics, this will help you understand what quantum healers do. Quantum, the de- the definition of quantum basically boils down to energy. Everything is energy. We are living in a quantum field. You may not see it. Science proves it. You can look up the Schumann resonance. You can ask quantum physicists and other leaders coming forth speaking on this quantum field that we all exist in. A quantum healer is someone who is just able to tap into the quantum and rearrange it how it should be to better support better health, if that makes sense. So thinking along the lines of recalibrating, rebalancing, things like that. So I'm going to just stop right there on quantum healing because I could technically go into an entire episode on that, but I want to save that for a later time. Now we're going to transition into the message for the collective and eclipse season. So for those of you who may know, we are in the middle of an intense eclipse season, fall 2023. We are about to experience our second eclipse, one of the second out of three. The first eclipse we had was the end of September. The second eclipse we're about to have this Saturday. And the third and final eclipse is I believe October twenty-eighth. Now, those of you who may not know, eclipse season represents fast paced energy, tension, and shadow aspects popping up to the surface. Shadow aspects coming in the forms of triggers. um, However, they come to you. A lot of us this is not on an individual basis. This is on a collective basis. You may look at your neighbor and you may think, well, I'm struggling so much right now. How can they look so calm and collected? Trust me, friends, they feel it too. Okay, they just don't know where to go for it. And that's why I'm here. Okay, that's why there are more of us popping up out of the ethers, coming to you with these messages, you know, helping you to better understand all of the things that you're experiencing, all of the things that you're feeling. Each and every one of us is empathic. Each and every one of us has the ability to develop our psychic clairs should we want to. That right there is free will, but we all have the opportunity. Should we want to my Claire's when I was a child, my Claire audience, which is hearing and my clairvoyance, which is visions or seeing they were, they were on board. They were in tune. I would get visions in my dreams of things that were going to play out three days later. Um, I would hear that family members were pregnant before they even went to the doctor to know that they were pregnant. I knew the sex of the baby before anyone else knew the sex of the baby and so on and so forth. Now, I do realize that we just went on a little tangent, but I just wanted to really put emphasis on the fact that Every single one of us has these abilities. We just, if you choose to work on them, yes, friends, you, there is work required, but it's kind of like, it's all related and it just kind of like falls in your lap. The work that's required is the shadow work that we're forced to recognize right now in this very season. When these shadow aspects come up, we we are meant to sit in that feeling, in that emotion, because it is trying to tell us something. Most of the shadow aspects that come up in this eclipse season are meant to be released. Sometimes shadow aspects come up because we're supposed to recognize something and then possibly integrate a portion. But for this moment in time, most of us, most, not all, but most of us will be focusing on release. When the shadow aspects come forth, you will be able to release them to an extent. You will not be able to release them all the way off of you. You will release them out of your physical, your energetic and your subtle bodies, but they will linger. These shadow aspects will linger on the very edges of your aura. And they will wait there until they can be completely released at the end of this eclipse season. So some of you who may have worked on shadow aspects, you may be like, yeah, you know, I, that resonates with me because there was this trigger that came forward and now I can still see the trigger, but it doesn't trigger me like it did. What you did was you entered the observer role. You are able to put your mind frame into each perspective that this shadow aspect scenario revolves around. And now it no longer touches you physically or emotionally, but it's there lingering peacefully until it is fully released. One of the other things that we are all going to experience and you probably already are Are very sacred ego deaths. When a lot of shadow aspects come forward for release, our ego kind of freaks out because our ego's job is to protect us. Our ego's job is to protect us and make sure that we stay safe. But this means that we cannot change because the ego doesn't like change. The ego goes, no, no, no. I know exactly how this is going to play out and it's safe and we're going to stay here, but that's not how we grow. So, we cannot stay in the same place. We must ascend. And in our ascension comes lessons, yes, but we can lean on each other for the support. Now, in the case of an ego death, there will be many ego deaths. You, as an individual, may experience more than one ego death. Or you may just experience one and you might be lucky in this whole entire eclipse season, but I'm here to help you pack your tool bag with some really awesome gifts in helping you survive the rest of this eclipse season. The first thing, and it is very powerful is grounding in nature, sticking your feet in the soil, or your hands in the soil or the grass, touching trees, leaves, house plants if you don't have grass outside, if you live somewhere where there is no grass or no nature, if you live in the city and you cannot visit a park nearby, get yourself a house plant. Touch the leaves, touch the soil in the pot, get yourself crystals crystals were big for me when I worked in the OR. I had a satchel of crystals, probably had 17 of them in there on top of a necklace bracelet. (laughs) Sometimes it's like that, guys. Sometimes you need all the tools in your arsenal. If you have the time in your schedule to like have a pop up meditation, that's like 10 minutes, you know, if you're in the middle of your day and you're like, gosh, I'm so stressed. If you can swing a meditation, good for you. Most of us can't. So one of the other things that I'm going to suggest, and this is probably just as deeply powerful as grounding in nature. It is sound healing frequency. Guys, Sound healing frequency is the new new, okay? It is amazing. It is miracle working, okay? I have an amazing friend. Her name is Audrey. She goes by The Matrix Oracle. She creates healing sound frequencies. She has many playlists on her YouTube, and they are all free. All of them are free. She has playlists on there if you've ever come across narcissists and you have narcissistic wounds that need to be healing. She has an entire playlist. She has 12 organ healing frequency sounds. She has a balancing of the yin and the yang, which also would be very good for eclipse season, but my very favorite and the one that I really want to drive home for you guys on her website, on her YouTube, she has Entering the Void. A sacred ego death healing sound frequency it is about an hour you can listen to this falling asleep in bed at night you do not need to be awake the entire time that you are listening to these frequencies these sound healing frequencies most of them are for our subconscious so if we are awake or not we are still receiving these sound frequencies understand these sound frequencies are amazing okay as a healer i can put my right hand up and tell you firsthand what they have done for me listening to her sacred ego death sound frequency it brings me such peace every single time now like i had mentioned it's pretty long but If you're having a moment in the middle of your day and friends, I am not even lying. I'm going to be real with you. There were moments when I was in the hospital and things were very hairy and it was a very, very, very stressful day. I had a moment to run to the restroom. I went into the bathroom, grabbed my phone, put my AirPods in my ears. And for two minutes I sat there, listening to this frequency. And just those two minutes helped me so much, so immensely. Now I understand, you know, some of you may have a little bit more flexibility in your schedules, So you may be able to schedule yourself 10 minutes somewhere where you can just sit down and meditation takes all forms. We do not need to sit with our eyes closed. We do not need to lay with our eyes closed, we can do a walking meditation. We can do a dancing meditation. However, it comes to you. You can meditate while you're in the kitchen making food. Please be careful. But those are just some ideas as to ways that you can connect because meditation can be a little bit hard for everyone when they first start out because our mind, our ego is like, Oh no, 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 what's this. We don't need this trust friends, trust, trust. Okay everything i'm telling you right now is gonna only support you that sound healing frequency is amazing 10 out of 10 every time i listen to it and guess what on my youtube i play that i play that sound frequency every single night and i listen to it i might it might happen while i'm asleep or it might come on before i've drifted off but i listen to it and i am here to tell you it makes a difference So using those things will help you survive the rest of this eclipse season that we're in. And one of the other things that I wanted to touch on very briefly was when we experience an ego death, we are also simultaneously experiencing an awakening, a spiritual awakening. It goes hand in hand everything is connected. So when you're going through this growth process, that's uncomfortable, you are also ascending because you are recognizing something new, you are realizing something new. And so there will be many awakenings happening, which can be a little stressful at first. But honestly, it's very beautiful once everything has had a moment to integrate and settle in. So That kind of wraps it up for our episode today. I am so grateful to have each and every one of you here with me. I can't tell you how much love and light I have in my heart for you all. Until next time, friends.